0: Welcome to Talos Takes, the security podcast for everyone from the C-suite to the front lines. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talos Takes. I am joined by Ashir from Talos Outreach. Thanks for coming on, Ashir.
1: Hey, John. Thanks for having me. It's great to be back on Talos Takes.
0: So yeah, today we're going to be talking about the Predator uh, spyware and its associated alien tool. I I really feel like I need to go back and watch Alien vs. Predator now. Uh, (laughs) Today we're going to be talking about the spyware because you and some colleagues have been looking at it and writing about it. But we've never covered spyware in general on the show before. So before we specifically dive into Predator, can you kind of give us a quick overview of what spyware is and how it's commonly used
1: for anyone who may not know? so commercial spyware is basically malware that is used to spy on targets and conduct surveillance on them uh, the way this business works is that there is usually a vendor who creates a spyware and a framework that is used to administer infections and then they sell this framework to their customers usually these customers are supposed to be law enforcement agencies uh, who warrant the use of uh, you know commercial spyware like uh, predator and uh, other uh, spyware that's available these days however Commercial spyware agencies, you know, manufacturers also usually tend to sell their spyware to unscrupulous governments and agencies across the world. And then when this is this falls into the wrong hands, this can be used to spy on persons of interest uh, and high value targets such as uh, leaders and activists and lawyers and journalists, etc. Now, these days, uh, a lot of commercial vendors will not only sell the spyware framework to their customers, but they also sometimes provide the means of initial compromise. Uh, against uh, a targets devices this can be in the form of zero click or one click exploits which ultimately lead to the deployment of spyware such as predator these exploits can be exploiting known vulnerabilities but they can also be exploiting zero day vulnerabilities that have not been disclosed to hardware and software manufacturers uh, and therefore this gives um, commercial spyware manufacturers an edge because uh, you know this is somewhat a short shot means of compromising their targets now, Predator is one such example of a spyware that was created by a firm called Cytrox. Cytrox was in, uh, eventually acquired by another commercial spyware manufacturer called Intellexa. And then Intellexa decided to revamp Predator and you know bring it up to uh, uh, market standards, uh, which is when they started uh, selling it to various uh, customers all across the world.
0: So yeah, like I said, specifically, we dove into the Predator spyware in a recent blog post. As always, I'll be linking to it in the show notes. Uh, the Spyware has been a, around for a while now, like like you mentioned, and it's kind of gone through like a rebranding. But we only recently were able to dissect it a bit more and uncover some new technical details. So what specifically did did we, Talos, learn during this process? And, you know, like, was there anything in particular that stood out to you that you felt like was particularly noteworthy?
1: Our analysis of Predator led us to unwrap it completely and reveal the amount of effort that Intellexa had put into uh, developing it and revamping it. It had uh, a lot of uh, RAT capabilities, you know, from audio recording capabilities to application hiding, uh, Predator was capable of all of it. It was also capable of uh, downloading and deploying additional surveillance modules as directed by its command and control servers uh, on an infected device. We were also able to detail the exact relationship between Predator and Alien, uh, which is another component in the spyware framework. Without going into a lot of details, you know, because our our blog post is, is technically, it has a lot of information. Information. Predator is a highly versatile uh, piece of sp- sp- spyware, and in the wrong hands, it becomes it becomes extremely dangerous. It gives their operators a wide variety of capabilities, and clubbing that with the fact that it was deployed via a one-click attack that could uh, compromise a device very easily. You all you had to do was uh, trick your victims into clicking a link that was sent to you, and everything after that ha- happened behind the scenes, and you know their devices would automatically get compromised this is a very dangerous piece of fiber.
0: Yeah, and then there's this associated alien tool that we wrote about. Uh and honestly like I was kind of confused at first too. So this question's also for me. <laughs> what's kind of the difference between alien and predator or like what is, what's kind of the connection there? And why did we feel it was important to to bring up both of them?
1: So Alien has always been thought out to be a loader for Predator. Uh, You know, you you, you see a lot of loaders being used in uh, traditional uh, malware infections all across the world, you know, in APTs and crimeware infections. But basically, uh, based on public reporting, uh, it was believed that Alien is a component that is installed as part of successful post-exploitation on a mobile device. And then Alien downloads and gives way to the real spyware, which is Predator. Now, our analysis discovered that Alien was much more than a a loader. Uh, It had a very close symbiotic relationship with Predator in the sense that alien consisted of all the low-level capabilities that were needed by Predator to carry out its spying and surveillance. You know, they worked hand-in-hand, they worked in conjunction with each other, and their capabilities were interweaved with each other. Therefore, uh, in order to explain uh, the technicalities of Predator's spyware framework, it became very important and imperative for us to illustrate alien alongside Predator as well, to understand the entire infection chain and to understand the entire frame.
0: And we mentioned in the blog that this is kind of part of a larger trend of predator being part of like a mercenary groups that people are increasing. or I shouldn't say people because really a lot of times it's like governments honestly but it's part of these mercenaries fireware groups so what are mercenary groups exactly I know that like in the future this is something we'll be covering on the Talos blog but can you kind of just give me a quick overview of, of what we mean with that term
1: So mercenary groups are privately owned groups that develop and operate uh, malware infections on behalf of their customers. Sometimes uh, they will set everything up, they will set up the infrastructure, they'll set up the malware, but they will let their customers operate those infections. Now, commercial spyware firms fall into this category of mercenary groups since they develop their own spyware frameworks, but then they can sell these surveillance tools to multiple customers uh, across the world. So they are acting as mercenaries. They're basically acting as kind of sort of like hack for hire groups and uh, not only do they provide the malware, but they also, they also sometimes provide the infrastructure uh, required to operate the malware uh, infections as well. And this can be to both sides. Uh, you know, they can basically sell their malware or their spyware to customers uh, on both sides of the fence. So, you know, they, they, they try to sell it to as many entities and agencies across the world. Now, we started following this trend of mercenary groups uh, with the advent of, you know, early on with the advent of uh, big players like Hacking Team and the NSO Group, et cetera. However, off late, you know, And over the past two or three years, there have been numerous reports from independent civilian entities detailing the extent of successful targeting conducted by these mercenary groups against high-value targets all over the world. It is clear that these mercenary groups have become bona fide players in the threat landscape, and which is why it is imperative to keep track of such actors. And uh, that is uh, what warrants uh, our research that is also Mm -hmm. going to come out in the future.
0: Uh, The last thing I want to ask you about is how folks can potentially respond or detect this threat. We have an email. Uh, it's talos-mercenary-spyware-help at external.cisco.com. I know that's a mouthful, so I'll also be putting it in the show notes. But if anyone does feel that they are been targeted by spyware, it doesn't even have to be Predator, just any spyware, we're encouraging folks to reach out to that email to kind of help us in future research. So with that in mind, Ashir, what's, what are some things that people might be able to do if they're suspicious that they've been targeted by spyware or anything that they should look out for that's kind of like a red flag on their device?
1: So so figuring out that you may have been targeted by commercial spyware is, is, is a tough challenge. Uh, you know, a lot of these spyware families come with their own indicators of compromise, uh, some of which have been illustrated in our blog, you know, specifically in the case of uh, Predator and Alien. However, there can be circumstantial information that can be used uh, by potential targets to figure out if they've been targeted. You know, indicators such as, uh, do you have sensitive information and conversations on your devices? Uh, do you think your location is being tracked or if somebody has a, has an interest in tracking your locations physically? Do you think your phone may be recording your conversations? Uh, you know, Have you encountered any leaks that may have resu- been a result of your devices being compromised? I know this sounds like paranoia, but uh, suspicions like these are exactly the kind of claims that have eventually led to full-fledged investigations uh, resulting in public disclosures uh, of today's uh, you know, commercial spyware and mercenary groups. So if you feel that your device has been compromised by commercial spyware, please do reach out to us uh, so that we can help you uh, figure out what's going on.
0: All right, awesome. Thanks, Ashir, for coming on and talking about this with me. I appreciate your time as always.
1: Thank you, John. Thanks for having me again.